you want to create a regular horror game, you know, uh, well, not just a regular, an outstanding horror game. We sure. want to scare people. We want to create something really spooky and, and enjoyable. But then below that, I mean, a lot of the subtext and a lot of the emotions that if you dig a little deeper, I think it's going to paint it a really interesting portrait of my struggles with mental illness and, and my fears and stuff. And I mean... More than 30 minutes just sitting around and chatting with Matt Gilgenbach, who is the head of 24 Karat Games. You, you know him probably because he worked on Retrograde, or you might know him because of the stories written recently about how Retrograde didn't sell at all. Uh, retrograde seemed to sell just about as little as possible uh, and has thrown uh, its designer, Matt Gilgenbach, into a bit of a tizzy as he figured out what to do next. And what he decided to do next was make uh, never-ending nightmares, which was to channel his anxiety, his OCD, his clinical depression into a video game. He's a big horror fanatic, and he has a lot of terrifying visions, and he decided to take some of those visions and put them into a game he was creating, allowing him to have a game that reflected himself and also had a pretty interesting story behind it. Uh, It seems to be working pretty well for him so far. He's running a Kickstarter that seems to be on a pretty decent track to success, and I had a chance to play NeverEnding Nightmares at, at PAX this year, and we had a fascinating conversation where at some point I just finally turned on the recorder and started capturing our conversation because we'd been going on and on, and it had kind of turned into an interview even if it formally uh, wasn't sort of set as one. And uh, we definitely talked even for much longer after I turned off the microphone uh, and have plans to uh, talk to Matt in the future just because we we definitely could have gone on for a full hour uh, just talking about horror games and horror movies and, and all things involved with the genre. Uh, but I will turn it over to our brief chat uh, at PAX this year and uh, promise you there will be more to come. We want to create a regular horror game, you know, uh, well, not just a regular, an outstanding horror game. We sure. want to scare people. We want to create something really spooky and, and enjoyable. But then below that, I mean, a lot of the subtext and a lot of the emotions that if you dig a little deeper, I think it's going to paint it a really interesting portrait of my struggles with mental illness and and my fears and stuff. And I mean, it's not going to be like clowns. I think, like, to me, I have a lot of uh, sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say more adult fears, but just like, you know, like the fear of loss and and dealing with guilt and stuff. Those are are big themes that are going to tie into into the game, obviously. It's not like, oh, I'm really scared of snakes. Right. And then here's a bunch of snakes in the screen. Because, I mean, honestly, I'm not really scared of, of... anything like that um, just because you know I well to some extent like and it's kind of sad to say but you know in dealing with mental illness you know I've reached the point where I didn't want to live and then it's like if you don't want to live you know thoughts of self-preservation you know go out the window you don't really value your own life so then it's like whatever you know I went skydiving and I was like me you know, it didn't. I, I wasn't. Did you actually scared. go skydiving? Yeah, I went skydiving. I've you know, wanted to go skydiving. It, it's a lot of fun, but like, you know, it was kind of sort of a wake up call for me because, like, 
you know, it was when I was really depressed and, you know, I'm like, this should be fun, but then I'm doing it and I'm just like, you know, if the shoot doesn't deploy, you know, whatever. Like and it it's like, like, well, because part of it's like the risk factor, like that's right. the exhilaration. So right. But if you like, don't, if you don't feel like there's any risk, no, I mean, then it was, a lot of it's lost. It was definitely a lot of fun, but like, you know, it was, it was almost terrifying, you know, the fact that I should be afraid but I'm not, you know, that was oh, so the you're point. you're afraid of the fact that you're not afraid. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough dealing with mental illness. And then, you know, there's, there's all sorts of things, you, you know, you fear being crazy. Because, I mean, to some extent, like, obviously I don't, well, not obviously, but I don't have, like, hallucinations or anything like that. But you don't see an accurate picture of the world um, when you have mental illness you know things are colored badly when you're depressed everything looks bad everything looks terrible and so i mean to some extent you're, you're the game is almost seeing through those glasses where everything is you know just terrible and dark and you know like the the music we've done a lot of things with the music like just walking around the simple you know task of walking around in in never-ending nightmares is oppressive i mean i don't know but if you it, felt that way you have this imminent, like, it's very foreboding. Yeah. Like, not, and not in the way that, like, oh, there's going to be something that jumps up right on the corner. It's just sort of, like, stuff's not right. Yeah. Like, things are wrong. And I, you can't quite put your finger on it. And, and it's, it's, it's different in that way. So you have, like, a general sense of tension so that when the game does use, you know, some sharp music or a shadow or a jump scare, it's more effective because you're kind of always on edge as opposed to the cheap tactic of just, you open the door and, ah! You're scared, and like I, you know, that works once or twice, but that gets really tiresome after a while if you, if, if it becomes a trope. Yeah, definitely, and I think it was uh, Alfred Hitchcock said essentially, you know, it's not the the scare that matters; it's you know the tension leading up to it. Yeah, isn't it like the gun under the under the table, like yeah. or, some, or the bomb under the table? It, right. And you, the camera pans to that. You see the right. bomb, and they're having an ordinary conversation, but the entire time, you know, there's a fucking bomb under the table why isn't anyone talking about this right and i mean that that's where the tension comes from because i mean like you know i like jump scares as much as the next person but if you try to create a game that's just that you know that's your main fear tactic it's it's going to be tedious but if you create you know a tense and terrifying environment i think that gives you a lot of room to to experiment and to to create something special you watch a lot of horror media outside of yes okay all right so then you we were on the same level then i have a and i also like think my my fascination with horror is kind of weird like you know what i mean like it's like I, you know i'm not clinically depressed but uh for a while there i felt very strange that i was so obsessed with a genre that is so obsessed with death like what that says about you it's so interesting. I, spent, I spent a lot of time thinking about that i actually read two books that sort of try and touch on that one of which is the philosophy of horror and it's almost like a college textbook but one of the main things it tries to explore is why do people like horror and they offer some theories on that and then also stephen king wrote sort of like a overview of horror called dance macabre right. that also sort of touches on that and you know, I think I think to some extent it's a release. You know, there's so many things to be terrified. You know, it's great to, you know, have something simple and you know easy to process rather than you know worrying about your mortgage and worrying about, you know, whether you can, I don't know, your plane will crash or things like right, that. Right. I mean, like, you know, it's just nice to have an, sort of an outlet for your fears and stuff, just to to be able to say, you know. 
hey, this is it. I'm getting scared, and then you know, like I'm I'm calm You're in now. a safe place. Safe like, place. Not, yeah, like the movie's over. It's done. But I think that's also what makes horror games really interesting. And I think that's why they're probably the most popular on YouTube. You know, like Let's Plays. I think the reason horror is so popular for those is because the difference with video games is that you have to push the character forward, right? Like you have to overcome whatever the obstacle is, as opposed to in a movie, you just cover your eyes or you fast forward and the hero or the heroine keeps going. Whereas in a game, it's like you're the one that has to move the character and that's fundamentally different. Yeah, I think the real amazing thing about games is that it's an experience. It's an experience that you're sharing, you're participating in as the player, whereas you're watching something happen but if you can sort of get into the mindset and get immersed in the world, then you're in this terrifying environment. And I think it has the, the possibility to be much more terrifying than just a movie. What, what are you, some of your favorite horror films? Um, well, The Shining, okay. of course, is my number one favorite. So more like psychological stuff as opposed to like slasher flicks well, and stuff honestly, like that? Well, honestly, I like it all. I like a <laughs> okay. lot of stuff. Um, I loved Audition. Did you see yeah. that one? Yeah. Oh, man. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just like, you know, I like some, even like the torture porn stuff. I'll watch it. You know, some of those are, are kind of enjoyable. I mean, uh, not yeah, too I, memorable. I'll, I'll watch like one or two of them. Like, I mean, the shock factor is kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're there for is like, you know, like in hostel when you know they they cut the the tendons right. in, the, in the back of the in the back of the leg it's like yeah okay that's fucked up like that's but <laughs> that's i mean scary. like you look at hostel 2 i mean i hostel 1 i didn't really care for but hostel 2 had sort of an interesting social commentary aspect right. you know tied into that which i think was really great because you know it was you know scary ish and it had a lot of the gore which you know is interesting people like that but then also it had a bit more of a message you know it had sort of a clever ending and i was like hey that was cool you know whereas most of my watch is just like right you know okay that was entertaining enough but it doesn't really leave an impression right 